Hi, Blue Wire listeners. I'm Greg Olson. I'm excited to partner with Blue Wire to bring you TE1, a podcast where I interview the tight ends who have revolutionized the position. Listen in as I have raw, in-depth conversations with the all-time greats like Shannon Sharp, Tony Gonzalez, Travis Kelsey, and George Kittle. We'll explore how the tight end position has changed over the last 60 years and what it takes to be the very best. Subscribe to TE1 from Blue Wire Studios today so you're ready for the August premiere. Blue Wire. Three on the way! Yes! Paul George nails it! To the win! Dunks and Discourse, episode 35. Jabari is, you know, he's working, he's burning the candle both ends. I'm taking off on holidays next week, so he's he's manning the show solo, bringing in a couple guests. To repay the favor, I am bringing in my man Randy Cruz this week, uh, at Randy J. Cruz on Twitter. He's the co-CEO of the Hoops in the Sun tournament um, at Orchard Beach in New York. He is an all-around entertainer. I mean, you might have listened to his Retro Room podcast uh, from Ball is Life, but this guy, he's always got brackets going. He's always got things on the timeline that are going to be, you know, excited to discuss. You know, this episode is happening because he is working on his own top 64 March Madness style uh, super movie, superhero movie bracket. So I thought we'd bring in Randy, talk a little ball, talk about maybe making our own bracket on Dunks and Discourse. Randy, how you doing, brother? Doing good, man, Josh. How you been? I've been great, man. Like, uh, I'm I'm really enjoying bubble basketball, to be honest with you. Like, I, I was really worried headed into this that this was going to be kind of like a preseason summer league, not fun feel. But the games have been really competitive. And, like, I mean, yesterday alone, like, that Booker game winner is one of the best winners of the whole season. No, I agree, man. I think it's, um, first of all, it, it, it's great to see basketball back, uh, sports in general, Um and I think just seeing how they were able to, to do the layout and have uh, a better plan than baseball, having things laid out and um, seeing, you know, playoff basketball in August. I'm still surprised I'm seeing the NBA in August. So um, I, I like the bubble game so far. Very competitive. Um, Going to remain to be seeing who, who comes out of the East and the West. Uh, but it should be fun, man. Yeah. And, and like, that's the thing, too, is... I mean, we haven't even got to the playoffs yet, and, like, lots could go wrong. But in terms – and I know that, like, people aren't thrilled. Like, the the early ratings returns aren't what, you know, maybe the NBA would hope for. But as a teacher, I, I never want to go back, man. Like, having basketball on, at noon in the middle of the summer is, is mint. So mint. I mean, it is different. Like, you know, even me, uh, for the schedule, like, there's a game at 1 o'clock and 2.30 and 3 and f- I'm, I'm trying to keep up with the league pass and the NBTV, ABC, ESPN. I mean, I love it being back, but it just reminds me of during the year where it's like there's so many games on at one time and you're trying to keep up. Some games are more entertaining than, than, than others, but um, I'm happy to see it back. And, um, you know, we'll, we'll see what, uh, what happens from now. Yeah, just a couple of things on, on ball before we get to this bracket because, I mean, there's a lot to get through 64 uh, movies here. But, um Yesterday, Booker hits that game winner over 30 points. I saw the stat from ESPN Stats and Info today that like the only guys that have more than him are, I, I think, Kobe, Larry Bird, and Michael Jordan are the only three dudes that have had scored 30 more with three or more buzzer beaters. Um, you know, people were speculating. You think Booker is in that, that top 15 now? Um, I've always been a fan of Booker. Uh, you know, you've seen the, the, the rumors of maybe... The Knicks are interested in him somehow, some way. So you know, me being in New York, being a Knicks fan, I'm like, yeah, I need, I need a guy like Devin Booker and Mike Ronson, even though it seems impossible with the amount of years he has on his contract. But seeing a guy like him, still, you know, early to, to mid 20s, averaging 25 uh, points a game, trying to carry this, this Phoenix Suns franchise to um, playoff contention. You know, he does have a good core around him with with DeAndre. Uh, even Kelly Oubre, who's not playing, but uh, good to see Phoenix is doing better and still, you know, competing in this bubble. That they're undefeated at the moment. I don't think many really, really had Phoenix going undefeated at the moment in the bubble, trying to make things interesting uh, for that eighth and ninth spot in the West. But uh, a great young talent. One of my, if you ask me, Josh, uh, top five players in the league, 
25 and under or, or just in general, I'm still going to sure, go sure. with Devin Booker. So, um, a great young talent. Just, you know, would I, would I like to see him win more? Sure. But seeing what he did last night uh, against the Clippers. And the, the funny thing was, I seen the game winner, and when I really looked at it, he hit the game winner over two of the top five defensive players in the league in Paul George and Kawhi Leonard. So it's just to get that shot off um, in front of both those guys and make it um, was crazy to see. But um, I'm happy for them. Whether or not they make the playoffs or not, you, you, you do see there's a little uprising with Phoenix in the franchise, and all that is to thanks to uh, Devin Booker. Well, you know what? And that's the thing, too. Um, it's interesting because, like, the Grizzlies have dropped four. Jaron Jackson Jr., unfortunately, is out with a meniscus injury. So the, the Grizzlies situation is tough right now, man. It's, it's really tough. But the Suns, like, who were, like, it was kind of a joke that they were even invited. Like, if they win out, uh, I mean, they got a tough remaining schedule. Pacers, who have T.J. Warren, who's just, like, on steroids in the bubble. Miami, Oklahoma City, Philly, Dallas. It's a pretty tough Final Five games, but... Regardless, good for them. And to your point on Paul George, like, all the jokes are flying on the internet. But he's 6'10", he's a great defender. Book was falling back, an amazing shot. The other the other basketball-related topic I really wanted to touch on with you, because I know you're a New York guy, and I, I, I like the plug. Like, oh, apparently, maybe somehow, someway, the Knicks are looking. The Knicks are always looking. They're, they're always looking. Nick, Knicks, the New York window shoppers, uh, no doubt. Um, but but Melo. I, I think, like, Carmelo Anthony's story this year, you know, part of it being Portland has been, like, relatively untold. And I think, you know, a lot of the league, a lot of the media members, a lot of fans um, were ready to write him off, myself included. I just thought, you know, him not willing, being willing to bow his head and play a smaller role in Houston, some of that reputation following him, that that was probably it for his career. He hasn't been great, um, but he, he has adapted his game and he's a guy playing 30 minutes a game on a team that might be going to the playoffs and just, like, shouts to Melo. And, like, where were you? Did you think that he had this in him? Yeah, man. I think um, just to go back a little bit, you know, I've always been a big a big fan of Melo, you know, pre-New York in Denver, um, even after New York. And I think the way the way that he was, he was out the league for me for no reason. He's still a very talented guy, one of the best all-time scorers in league history. And for him to not even get a sniff of, of a roster spot um, for a year and a half and the way the exit was from, 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 from Houston and just to see him still being in shape and still doing his thing to try to get back into the league and getting uh, an opportunity with Portland, I, I was very happy for him, man. I, you know, he, he works hard. I've seen him work out a couple times here and there. I met the guys, so people don't know how great Melo is off the court. They just see him on the court and did you know, they, they want to talk their mess about him and they they want to talk their mess about the Knicks. I know the Knicks are are, are a budding joke, which I which I get. I understand. <laughs> I'm here in New York. I, I, I live it. I breathe it. At some point, I wish the Knicks would be um, a better franchise, uh, more competent franchise that makes smaller decisions. I think they're on the right track to a degree with the Scott Perrys and the Leon Rose and uh, now with Tom Thibodeau being the head coach and Again, again, we'll see where it goes. Hopefully, Tom Thibodeau is there for the whole entire five-year contract. But um, back to Melo, I think Melo just uh, uh, just to see him get back on track with Portland starting. I know Melo was at a point where if he was to come back, he would have to come back off the bench. And I think he was he was prepared for that. Not not in the beginning, but later on, like kind of understanding the whole. Um, the survey of the, of the landscape, like, listen, if, 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 if I got to play, I got to play off the bench, which is something that was very difficult for him to do, being a 25-point-per-game scorer and multiple-time All-Star for so long. Um, but seeing him, I think him with the Dames and the, and the CJs and Nurkic, he don't have to be the main guy. He don't got to go out there and get 30 minutes and score 20, 25 a game. He'll do his thing. And we saw last night with, with the, with the go-ahead shot against Houston. You know, against all you know, against all teams, his former team in the Rockets, just kind of proving to the to, to the league and to the world, like, listen, I'm 35 years old. I can still I can still compete at a high level. Um, I may not be the perennial All Star as I was back in the day, but I can still get you 10, 15 points and make a, a key shot. So, um, and, and you know, Josh, just to have people in in the front office who never played a, a day of NBA basketball in their life to say. 
to use a calculator and analytics and numbers to say Carmelo is not good enough to be in the NBA was, was crazy. So I don't know what they were thinking about. I know the <laughs> NBA does the analytics, which is okay for me. I don't go by that. I go by the eye test. Uh, and my eyes tell me that Carmelo Anthony at 35 years old can still play basketball. Yeah, and you're, I mean, you're not wrong. I, I think in terms of like it, the analytics, because I was one of those guys, it's not that he couldn't. It was that, like, I, you know, after stops in Oklahoma City and, and Houston, where, you know, coming off the bench, playing a smaller role, taking less shots, um, seemed to be an issue for him. Uh, I, I didn't think that he was going to maybe figure that out in time. But, you know, Portland offered this situation where he could still get, you know, be a third option and start, but still have a lesser role. And it seems to more or less be working for him. No, I agree, man. Listen, I'm happy for the guy. Um, now, you know, I did a show with my boy Dennis a week ago. He said, um, you know, he wants he he wants Portland as the eighth seed, and I, I mean, I don't mind it too. Now we're seeing with Memphis with no Jaron Jackson Jr. You know, that that's gonna hurt them. Without mind yeah, seeing yeah, yeah. New Orleans, nah, they 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 gotta get their you know back on track too. With Phoenix, I wouldn't mind, but I think the matchup that I would want to see will be L.A., uh, the Lakers, and Portland. I think that'll be very interesting. Can Portland win uh, You know the whole series? Probably not. Can they go to six? Maybe. But just to see LeBron and Davis and Dame and C.J. and Melo and, and these two teams go at it, I think that'll be the perfect first-round matchup. If it's not like Zion and stuff like that, but I, I wouldn't mind seeing Portland and, and the Lakers. Yeah, and I, I hear you. Um, I mean, I, I think Portland offers the most interesting storyline with Melo and LeBron probably one last time and Dame can really do some damage to those Lakers cards 100% but let's let's transition to this movie bracket because this movie bracket it, it, it's a beast and uh, I'm noticing on like the 64 the 64 that I put together this morning I already have one double so I gotta I gotta fix that but um, I, I'll say like let's work it back I'll start with the 16 seeds what I got Actually, no, we should go forward. It just makes more sense because then you can see it better. Um, so the one seeds. You and I kind of workshopped these beforehand, uh, Twitter DMs. We had Avengers Endgame, Infinity War, Dark Knight, and Batman 1989. You still feel pretty good about those four? I feel great about Dark Knight. Um, it seems Twitter has changed my mind about Endgame and Infinity War. I'm writing it down as we go along. The Batman 89. See, before we, you know, two days ago, I had Dark Knight, the first Avengers. I had Black Panther. And I had, what was my fourth? Dark Knight, Black Panther, first Avengers. Oh, and I had Batman 89. So I'm, I'm trying to think, like, just to be fair, do I have two DC, two Marvel... Um, as the four one sees, I think there's no right or wrong answer. I think that there's a good seven eight that could be in contention yeah. for it. Uh, automatically, Dark Knight. I think Infinity War got a lot of votes in our Twitter kind of poll two two days ago. Endgame. I wasn't a big fan of trying to do two Avengers. Um, just for me personally, two Avengers in the top four. But if that's the way it is from a fanfare standpoint, then that's what it is. And then I think Batman 89 could be the fourth spot. So you get two Avengers, you get two Batmans. You can't really go wrong um, with those four, if it stays that way. Yeah, and that, you know, I was kind of, I was in the same boat. Like, I didn't want Endgame and Infinity War, but it seems like, and maybe it's recency bias, but, like, them wrapping up, what was it, 20 movies over 12 years really do have people like fixated on it and uh i kind of wanted to go off book like when you were we were pitching this originally i was thinking like spider-verse logan dark knight and infinity war would be like my top four and there's because there's a ton of like same black panther same spider-verse logan winter soldier there's like a lot of movies that have a really strong long loud following for that movie but uh i just like i'm thinking like from a popularity standpoint to balance the bracket i think what we had is probably the best. Batman 1989, even, I feel like we kind of almost have to throw out fair because just the reality is Marvel has so many more good, good movies, movies than DC does, does over the last 30 years. years. Yeah, plus the fact that you are going to get people who are going to be more recency biased 
So they'll see these Spider-Mans and Avengers and all that and the Spider-Verse and cool, but you know, let's not forget about Batman 89 or even the first Superman and don't forget about the old school throwback. So um, I kind of get it. Like people can tell me Spider-Verse is a one-seater. Like, hey, listen, I know it's a pretty good movie. It just came out two years ago or whatever, but is that going to overjump the first Iron Man and the first Spider-Man? And all these other movies that are in contention, like, I don't see it. Could it be a top three seed? Um, I could. I don't think I don't think it should go lower than a five. Uh, I think people would get upset if I have it at a damn near a five. I had it lower than that originally. But I think the way I do it, you know, I don't want people to get uh, so hell-bent about the number next to it. You know, yeah, I, yeah. Go, I go about the matchup that it can present in the first round or whatever so it's like if i had spider verse at seven I, i'm not really saying it's a seven c like don't don't chop my head off i'm just saying <laughs> it can present it can go it can have that cinderella run to the elite eight kind of thing where if i put it as a top two or top three you are gonna you are gonna present it with a bigger tougher matchup down the road so um but everybody loves spider verse man I, I can't i can't see it Lower than a three. That with the Winter Soldiers got a lot of a uh, lot of love. Logan got got a lot of love. Black Panther. So let's say right now our ones for the moment is Dark Knight, Endgame, Infinity War, and Batman '89. My twos <laughs> just from the responses got to be Winter Soldier. Yep, that's what I have. I think Black Panther. Yep. Now Logan could be a two or three. I think. I got Logan. We're on the same vibe on two so far. Okay, and what you have is the fourth number two. I, I had Spider Verse. Based on the internet, based on the internet, I had Spider Verse. I just think, as much as as much as I'm with, like Spider Verse isn't up here to me. Like Spider Verse would probably be a six or seven to me, but like. In terms of what it did for people who were looking for representation in movies, and for people who were looking for an animated movie with a new style that held up, you know, for a full movie meal deal, I get, it. I get why people love it, no doubt. But uh, yeah, so I had it too, based based on like the feedback we had, just kind of workshopping it. Right. Okay. So let let just let just say for the time being, Spider Verse is a two. Let's have yeah, fun yeah. with it. Our okay, threes okay. would be what? So threes I had, Thor Ragnarok. Wonder Woman. Stop, stop! Stop right there! Stop right there! I had one. That's what I had. I had Wonder Woman as a two seed. Yeah. So I mean, we're close. Two or three, whatever, right? Like, um. So I, yeah, Thor Ragnarok, Wonder Woman, uh, the first Avengers, Avengers Assemble, and you're not gonna like this because I know how you feel about the anime, The Incredibles. Okay. No. All right. <laughs> um. The Incredibles. The Incredibles. As a three seed? As a three seed. Damn. It's Disney, Pixar, it's timeless. I just, people love it. I again I think it's gonna be there. Like all these like mid Marvel movies, X Men movies, old Superman movies, like they're gonna lose in a pull of the Incredibles. I think Incredibles gotta be high, man. Okay. On my original that I found, my original bracket i had my three seeds were logan iron man one civil war spider-man two so you're gonna tell me incredibles is, is above three of those and see here here's the thing like i'm not ranking necessarily my top 64 movies i'm thinking in terms of like voters that i think yeah it'll be there I don't know if I could put Incredibles at three, bro. I don't know. Okay, I'll put a little. I'll put a little star by Incredibles at three, but that's why I have three. Okay, here, I, here's what I got at four. Okay, Batman Begins, which is I actually like it more than Dark Knight. I know people. I say that people look at me like I'm crazy, but I love Batman Begins. X Men First Class, which I still think is the best of the X Men movies. Um, Captain America Civil War. And Superman 1978. Yeah, I wanted to show love to Superman 78. I don't want to, you know, when I put it out there, it was like Superman. Like, yeah, Superman. And like, yeah. oh, that's garbage, that's corny. It's like, nah, that really set, set the tone for a lot of these movies. So, uh, it's it's old school, but it deserves its respect. It's it's the it's the Portland Mellow of this list, man. <laughs> <laughs> All 
Um, Superman. I would feel more comfortable with Superman being a three. I think, like you said, it deserves that respect. So, you want to flip Superman and Incredibles? I wouldn't. I wouldn't mind that. Okay, I, I I can make that switch for you. As long as you don't make me put Incredibles too much lower, I can make that switch. We'll, we'll flip Superman and Incredibles. Okay. Um, so you're still bent on Spider Verse over Wonder Woman? I think Spider Verse is better than Wonder Woman. I think it has more fans too. Wow, Spider-Verse really climbing the charts, bro. <laughs> I'm telling you, man, I, I would not be shocked if it won. Depending on, like, the mood and how, like, the voters come out between, like, your platform, my platform, whoever else picks it up, I would not be surprised if Spider-Verse won this thing. Okay, so that, so my fours were... I had Endgame originally. I had Deadpool, I had Dark Knight Rises, and I had Thor Ragnarok. Yeah, so again, we're not too far off, but I got a couple of those still coming, and I had Ragnarok at three. I'll uh, I'll forward you like this list that we're like kind of putting together at the end too. I don't know what where do you want to put this up at the end? Just like uh, a graphic kind of thing, or what? I can make it a Google form that we could send out. What do you want to do with it? Oh, of what, what we're talking about now. Just like when we when we when we when we finish putting the list together, like how do you want to let people vote on it? Um, I mean, you, you can kind of let just let people know this kind of like our selection process. If nothing is stone, but it's we're we're on the on the track to getting something uh, in formation for the next two weeks. So to kind of get them an idea of what it is, not for them to vote, but kind of kind of get their uh, engagement and opinion opinion of like where they see how if they agree or disagree of where we're leaning towards. Cool. Yeah, maybe I'll put out like a tentative one when we finish today and see how much people yell at us. Um, okay, five seeds. I had Joker, which I hate this movie, but again, it's an Oscar-level superhero movie that people, you know, went for. I had the original Iron Man, which I say original, but just like the OG Marvel movie that started it all. I had Guardians um, of the Galaxy, and I had Watchmen. So, not to really burst anybody's bubble, but... Like I didn't have the Joker, not because it's it's not, you know, a good movie. I did, I I was on the on the fence of like, is it is the Joker origin a superhero movie when it's about a villain? But I, I kept teetering like, should I put it? And if I do, where does it go? Is it really a superhero movie? But from what you're telling me, it is a superhero movie. Yeah, you're right. Like, I mean, I don't know if it fits in theory, but, like, I feel like it would look weirder not including it. And then if you include it, it's got to be fairly high because this is a movie that got Oscar hype in that, like, superhero universe, and how rare does that happen? Mm -hmm. All right, so I had Guardians at 5 originally. I had Thor, the first one. I had Blade, and I had X2. Okay. Yeah, we were, like, so far... Like, I got Blade coming up next. But, uh... Thor, I got, like, wait... I got Thor's at 13. I got... I had I had no love for the Thor other than Thor Ragnarok, man. Yeah. I don't even know... I left Thor Dark World off. That's how crappy those movies are to me. Dark World I had as a 13. The Batman Begins, just to go back to that, I had it as a, as a 10. Oh, come on now. Respect Liam Neeson. Raz al Ghul was the bomb. <laughs> X-Men First Class, I had a... Uh, it's somewhere up here. It's... Uh, oh, 13. Jesus Christ. Ooh, yeah, we're far apart. Like, this is going to happen, man. Now now we're going to start to like really see. Because at, at 6, I got Spider-Man Far From Home. I got Deadpool, which you already had. I got Dark Knight Rises, which I think you already had. And I have Blade. So I caught up to you on Deadpool, Dark Knight Rises, and Blade. Had Dark Knight Rise of the Four, Blade was a five, Deadpool was a four, and Far From Home had a twelve. Okay. So I mean three ain't bad. Three three we're catching up on a few of them. Um Spider Man which 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 Spider Man movie did you have highest of all the Spider Mans? Uh the first one with uh with McGuire from R two. 
I had I have Far From Home as my number one. I have the the first one with Tobey Maguire in the next. I have it as a seven in the next one. When where did you have the first Spider Man again? I had it as a number two. It's a two. Okay. Okay. Wow. Yeah, you had it really high. Might have to work on that. I'll start that one too. <laughs> so you. It's funny. Like I I people really either love the Tobey Maguire ones or hate them. Like it, there's no in between. There's no in between on those. Right, and I think most, from what I see, what I engage is the fact that they people love Spider-Man two more than they do one. That that's got to be wrong, man. That that can't be true. Like they they said Spider-Man two was better or it was received uh, received better. I mean I don't know too much about Spider-Man two. I, I kind of forgot about it, but I know it was Spider-Man one. But. Something about Spider-Man 2 was different than Spider-Man 1. The, the graphics or whatever it was, it, it just seemed more or more revered than, than 1, which is crazy to me. It's It's been a minute. Like, I haven't seen Spider-Man 2 in, like, 15 years at least. But that was the one with Doc Ock, right? Like, it, I don't remember it nearly as well as I remember, like, Green Goblin and uh, the origin story. I, I, I think this, the first one's better for sure, but... So your sevens are you have Spider Man the first one. Yeah. Oh, I have so I have first Spider Man. I've got Big Hero six, Birds of Prey, and Avengers Ultron. Okay, I didn't have Birds of Prey nowhere near this roster. See, see again, again that's a bit of like a. It's a bit of a representation bump, man, because like. There are people who really love this movie, who like really appreciated an all-female ensemble in a superhero movie with a bit more create like a lot more creative direction than the failed Suicide Squad. So like maybe it should be a ten, but I feel like seven is more with like the population pulse, if that makes sense. So my sevens, like I told you off offline, was I did all animated for all seven. So that would have been Spider Verse. That would have been Incredibles. That would have been. Batman the Killing Joke and Mask of the Phantasm. So usually when I do these brackets, one number is going to be like all in relation. So that's where the, all the animated joints uh, come into play. So I had them all at seven. Yeah, I can't vibe with that because I feel like they aren't all equally loved, man. Like the comic book section, like is gonna is gonna come out for Killing Joke. I know they will. They appreciate it. But like Spider Verse and Incredibles are like so mainstream. Like your mom's seen them, you know what I mean? Like it, it's just a different, different level. But I do have those two. I do have Killing Joke and uh, Phantasm later. And I didn't have Big Hero Six anywhere on this bracket. So now you—that's two, two, two new movies: Hero Six and Birds of Prey. That might have to bump somebody else if oh. it goes that way. I, I gotta see. Um. Okay. So at eight. I had Spider-Man Homecoming, I had Ant-Man, I had Shazam, and I had Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange. Eight. Eight. I had Iron Man 2, X-Men 1, Batman Returns, Kick-Ass. Oh, man. I didn't put in Kick-Ass. See, Kick-Ass is good. But is it? does anyone actually have a power in Kick-Ass? That's the same thing, though, I guess, as Joker, but Kick-Ass was really good. Nick Cage, man. Timeless. Timeless. Uh, I feel like Shazam is, like, the one DC movie that didn't get its fair due. Like, everyone who liked Wonder Woman, that's great. Everyone hated every other DC movie, that's great. But, like, Shazam was, like, legitimately, like, good, funny. It was a quality movie, and it didn't really get much time. I had Shazam. <laughs> I, had Shazam. I had Homecoming. At 12, Ant-Man 11, Shazam 14, Doctor Strange 10. Ooh. Ooh, ooh, ooh. So, yeah, we're, we're drifting now, man. As we get into the middle here, we're drifting. Um, so, at 9, I have X-Men Days of Future Past, Spider-Man 2, Man of Steel, and Captain Marvel. Man of Steel, Captain Marvel. Oh, my nines were Incredible Hulk, Watchmen, Aquaman, V for Vendetta. Okay, how does 
like I saw when I was doing research for this is like top 100 superhero movies. IMDb had like a top 111. Rotten Tomatoes had a top 75. This kid's blog had 50. Um, they all have V for Vendetta. Like, but how is V for Vendetta a superhero movie? Bro, it's like when I did research and then I see a whole bunch of movies. Like, is that really? I mean, they just they. You know, I think he's in the DC world, uh, if I'm not mistaken. The Vendetta. So, so. Oh. Um, I feel so iffy about include because like that's such a good like conspiracy, anarchy, anti-government thriller. Great performance. Um, ah, man, I'm forgetting her name now. Uh, what's her name, bro? Padme from Star Wars. Uh, I'm drawing a blank too. Oh God, it's gonna, it's gonna kill me. It's gonna kill me. I gotta look this up now. Uh, she's been in a hundred movies. This is so bad. Uh, Portman. Yeah, Natalie Portman. That's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's a great movie, but I, just, I, I did not see V for Vendetta as a superhero movie. So we'll have to throw that out on the timeline. Like, does V for Vendetta count as a superhero movie? Yeah, it said based on the 1988 DC slash Vertigo comics limited series of the same name by Alan Moore and David Lloyd. I never knew that, man. I, I never knew that. Okay, well, that would have to, like, that, I'd have to get that and kick ass into mine here for sure. Um, at 10, I had Ant-Man and Wasp, Superman 2. The Killing Joke, and the first X-Men with, uh, where, uh, wow, this is Hugh Jackman made his Wolverine debut. Wow. Um, 10. Where's my 10s? I had Doctor Strange, Man of Steel, Avengers, Ultron, Batman Begins. Okay, aside from Batman Begins, which you are sleeping on, friend, big time. Major, ma ma major key. Um, but other than that, like, we all have all those other movies you have. I have an eight or nine, so we're pretty close. So my thing is this: if you got Batman Begins at four, but I have it as a ten, so it has to be somewhere in this in this middle ground. I don't see it as a four, and you don't see it as a ten. So, what's fair for Batman Begins a seven? Oh, even that feels so low to me, man. I, I feel like Batman Begins is, like, objectively better than Dark Knight Rises 2. Where did you have Dark Knight Rises? Four. Yeah, swap those two. So Dark Knight Rises is a 10 to you. Where do I have Dark Knight Rises? Did I say it? I had it as a 6. Yeah, I had it as a 6. So, I, I, I don't think it's, like, a 10, but, man, Batman Begins... Like, that the, the Christopher Nolan Batman trilogy... Is still the best three movies in the superhero universe. Like, to me. Like, all, all the Marvel's Avengers stuff was great and it was fun. But, like, on a whole, in terms of, like, the acting, writing, like, darkness of the universe, believability, the, the, the three Batmans are number one for me. So, to be, to, again, to be to play advocates, you know, some are going to say, like you mentioned, Avengers uh, trilogy. Some are going to say Captain America's trilogy with... Uh, First Avenger, Winter Soldier, and Civil War. So, I, it's tough. I mean, you can't go wrong either way. I'm more, I'm more of a DC Batman guy anyway. So I'm, a, I'm a lean towards Batman. But you can't go wrong with Captain America and um, the Avengers. Yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. I like, I, I think they're good. I just don't think they're on that same level. And and speak, speaking of that, I've got Captain America: First Avenger at eleven. I've got the Lego Batman movie at eleven. I got Hellboy at 11, and I got Iron Man 3 at 11. Okay, so I didn't have Lego at all. Do you, now, when I say that, and I ask you, when, if, if, if you say 64 superhero movie in a bracket, does yeah. Lego um, automatically get sent? Do you feel? I, I feel like, okay, so it was, I think it was 50 on the IMDb list and I think it was like 26 on the Rotten Tomato list. So like I have never seen the Lego Batman movie. Maybe I'm exposing myself here. Maybe I'm just an maybe I'm an uncultured swine of the the Lego universe, but like it seems like people got love for this movie. It's a 90% on Rotten Tomatoes. So I want to go back real quick because you mentioned matter of fact, I had Captain America 1 at 6 which leads to me just the one number I did not mention. So six might sound a little crazy, crazy, crazy to you. 
I had Captain First Avenger at six. I had Winter Soldier at six, but I, that's gonna move up. Um, this, these two, I want to get your opinion on because when you when you when you when uh, you do the research, it says superhero movie. Uh, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers and TMNT. <laughs> I saw both of these two, and I didn't include either. I <laughs> one I did not watch the new Power Rangers movie. The new. Oh, okay. Eh. This is like where they find like the dinosaur bones and like. Yeah, cause you know I me, mean? I, I I'm trying to show love to, to to the old throwback because that's gonna get lost in the shuffle when you. Everything from 2000 and up is going to be pretty much in here and, and um, animated ones, but people are going to forget, like the Turtles and Mighty Morphin and all that stuff. So, and me giving them a higher seed is like giving them their respect because I don't think I could put Power Rangers at like the 10 or 11. It's like, hey, listen, you got to go back to, you know, I, just me giving them their proper respect. And like, someone will ask me, well, is that really a, a superhero movie? Like you mentioned with a Vendetta, is that really a superhero movie? But it's like, it was based on something, and it's a character. Yeah, it might, it might have to be in there. But I don't know if it's that high. But I think it has to be in there somehow. Well, Wikipedia is telling me right now that the four Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle movies made one point two billion from nineteen ninety to now. So well, that's incredible. I got, I guess we got to sneak it in. The the the, the one that it came out when I was a kid, like nineteen ninety, that was a good movie. I mean, for a kid movie, it was a good movie at the time. So I'm cool getting it in. When you get to my like stinkers at the end here, we can probably get it in there for sure. I don't know about a six, but um, I'm less receptive to Power Rangers. I'm less receptive to like, we're going to fight. We're going to lose. We're going to fight. We're going to win. He's going to get really big. We're going to get really big. We're going to win. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. You, you're saying more, you're, you're more in favor for Turtles than, than the Power Rangers. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Um... Okay, number 12, I got Guardians of the Galaxy 2, which, man, that is the the first Guardians of the Galaxy was so much fun. I absolutely love that movie. I didn't expect to love it that much. I go to Guardians of the Galaxy 2, and I was very disappointed. I thought that was a very mid-movie. Um, but I have Guardians 2 at 12. I got Blade 2. I got Batman Mask of the Phantasm, and I have The Mask. The Mask, Jim Carrey. Yeah, that was a late addition to me uh, a few days ago. I'm like, yo, the mask got to be in it. I, I did not find a spot for it, but I, I, would try, I was trying to. But my 12s were, I, I said I said Far From Home. I said uh, Homecoming. I said Ghost Rider and, and Spawn. <laughs> I, I left both of those out too. Oh my gosh, you, you gotta you gotta show love to the throwbacks, Josh. See again, I love Nick Cage, but Ghost Rider was junk. It was so uh, that's why it's a twelve. I don't, I'm not saying it's gonna win the first round, but it could yeah. be a twelve. It's tough, man. The cut the cut list is tough too. Like Tom, Tom Hardy's Venom didn't even get a sniff for me. It's not gonna appear here at all. It, it, it's it, it's a fourteen for me. Ah, <laughs> uh, th- th- thirteen. I have Incredibles two. I have the Incredible Hulk, which with with Edward Norton. I didn't put the Eric Bana one where he fights like a giant poodle in here because that was junk. Um, maybe I should have you had that one higher, right? Where did you have Incredible Hulk? I had it as a nine. Yeah, maybe it should be a little higher. That, the one with Edward Norton was actually pretty good. Um, it obviously annoying that he got recasted and it's Mark Ruffalo now, but it was a good movie. Um, Incredibles two, Incredible Hulk, Thor, and I had Justice League at thirteen. And Justice League at thirteen, rather than like. 15 or not on the list was like that was like an act of charity for me for the dc fans out there who would have just been so sad if it wasn't here i had at 13 thor dark world um batman versus superman hellboy x-men first class fair enough i I, i'm way higher than you on x-men first class though so hold up josh hold up hold Okay, never mind. I got it, I got it. I'm about to say, I, I got confused with Deadpool. I'm like, where's Deadpool at? But you got it at six, my bad. Um, Justice League, I have at 14, so we kind of agree on that. Thor, I had a five. Incredibles, two, I don't even have. Yeah, we're like we're going to be probably 10 to 12 movies different on these lists. Um, 14, I had Deadpool, two. 
I had the Punisher. I had Amazing Spider-Man. Like, we didn't need the Andrew Garfield movies in between, but I'll give it to you. And then Batman Returns. Uh, Deadpool 2, I had a 15, so we're, we're even we're even on that. Punisher, I had a 14, so we agree on that. Amazing Spider-Man, did not even have. Batman Returns, I had as an 8. Okay, so you had a fair bit higher. Um, 15, I had Iron Man 2. I had Suicide Squad. I had Spider-Man 3, which is the one where they tried like to do Sandman, Venom, hint, hint like They tried too many things that movie. Green Goblin back as uh, as the sun, and Aquaman. Wow, not a fan of Aquaman, huh? The dialogue just killed me, man. I, I, I could have vibed with Underwater Avatar if the dialogue wasn't just horrendous. 15, I had, I had Deadpool 2, I had uh, Batman Adam West, I had Days of Future Past, and Batman Forever. Where did you have Aquaman? nine um, okay. again yeah, like again a, a lot of these are more like trying to create a matchup where it's not like i'm not truly dissecting aquaman like that i'm like <laughs> where can i put aquaman and have, have a good first round matchup like an eight nine like a real college basketball so right now if i if i went if i went with the bracket i had i would have had batman returns against aquaman in the first round so it's like could that be an interesting matchup? Sure, because you got a throwback film against a more current film, different graphics, two different characters, and let them let them two people go at it in, in, in a vote. So that's where like sometimes my thinking is like more creating a dope matchup than really saying Aquaman, you're really a nine seed, you know? Yeah, I think maybe that's where we got some of these different two for sure. Although again, like it's it's all subjective, right? Like that's what it's not sports, it's it's movies. So to each their own. Um, to wrap it up, my 16 was kind of like, I had Superman Returns, I had Megamind, which is slept on, man. Megamind's a good animated movie. I actually like it more than Big Hero 6, which I had way higher. But, uh, Megamind, I had Mystery Men, which I was trying to put you on the DMs. Mystery Men is hilarious. Uh, Phoenix Dark himself, Ben Stiller, classic movie, and I had Hancock. So, Megamind is a superhero movie, Josh? Yeah, yeah. Really? Of course, man. <laughs> of course. Um, my 16s were... Uh, I think Shazam was one of them. I uh, X-Men Origin Wolverine, Spider-Man 3, and Daredevil. The... Okay. So the ones that I left off of note, V for Vendetta and Kick-Ass, which I'd have to add in here. Um, Batman Forever, Blade, or sorry, Blade 3 or Blade Trinity, Venom, Thor Dark World, Daredevil, Chronicle, Ghost Rider, Spawn, and Batman vs. Superman. Because that movie sucked. I've never seen the Snyder Cut. I'm never going to watch it. I don't want to hear them say Martha. You can't tell me that was good writing. That was the shittiest box office movie of the last 10 years. I don't care. I don't care. Yeah, I hate that movie. Um, I, a question because one other movie I've seen as a superhero movie, but we can debate it, but they had The Crow as a superhero movie. And I felt like The Crow... See, what people have to understand, like some movies have a big cult following so it's like they're like on social media they will get votes oh yeah like the crow one should have get in two where do you put it i feel like it shouldn't get in and i also feel if it does get in this is like a 15 seed it would have the potential for like the cult following to just be like well there goes marvel's endgame like you know what i mean like you just never know and also, it opens the door to, like, I thought about Highlander. I didn't see it on anyone's list, but I'm like, what about Highlander? Like, this being that just lives forever, that fights other super beings that live forever. Nah, I didn't have that. I, I, <laughs> I, I, I skipped that one. I skipped a few others. So did you. And it's like, um, I don't know, man. I just, I think I think, I think, think we're on to something as far as uh, a few matches. I feel like we're solid on, on a few but there are a lot of like 
holes to fill. Like, where do you get the good matchups? Where does a, a movie really deserve to be? What's the criteria? I know some gonna ask me, what's the criteria? You know, it's legacy, longevity, box office, um, spinoffs, uh, cult following. So there is a, a, a good criteria to that. For sure. And like mine was like heavy dose of my own opinion, obviously. You can't not have it. And then heavy dose of like, where do I think the masses are at this mo- on this movie kind of thing. Like, because again, like my, like I would have had for me, if I was ranking my top 64 superhero movies, Batman Begins would be like my number one or two. That's how much I love that movie. I understand that for most people, it's not going to be in their top 10, but it, it like, that's just kind of the debate when you're doing these things. Right. So just to recap, I think Dark Knight is a one, Endgame is going to be a one, Infinity War is going to be a one, as much as I... I think I'm I'm good with Batman Jack Nicholson as a one, but you know, like people, it's funny how when I do these brackets, people look for the the one shaky one seed. They're like, Yo, you know what? That's that one. That's that one shaky one seed that can be out in the first or second round, and they they might look at Batman '89 as <coughs> the the shaky one. I think honestly, there are there are ten possible one seeds. I think it's Endgame, Dark Knight, Infinity War '89. Spider-Verse, Logan, Black Panther, Winter Soldier, Wonder Woman, and Thor Ragnarok. I think those 10 movies, there will be people who think all of those should be a one seed. But there are four one seed spots, so it is what it is. Winter Soldier, Logan, Black uh, Panther, Spider-Verse, and a two. Like, what I'm going to do, I'm going to type all this out, and I want to see how it looks on a bracket. Yeah, yeah, I guess we can just chop it down from there. Like we can move here, move that. Um, I think the first three: the the Ragnarok, Wonder Woman, Avengers Assemble, and Superman seventy eight. Um, then that what yo that Wonder Woman is tough, bro. To be a three and not a two, and put Spider Verse over Wonder Woman. Ah, I don't know. I don't know, man. I don't know. I, I, I think I think we have it right, man. I, I, I'm more thinking Spider-Verse should be a one than it should be a three. But we have it at two, so you, you think it's... Uh, uh, like, I, I think it's where it should be, because I'm thinking, like, I, I think it has more sway as a one than Batman 1989. But at the same time, like, if if it can't be one, then I think it should be a two. I don't think we bump it for, for one woman. And we got three Avengers in the top three. Three event, and it is what it is, man. Like Marvel, Marvel made this like an everyday reality for everybody. You know, like they really mainstream superheroes, and those three, those three movies, like got people who die for them, man. Right. Um... And again, like I think Avengers: Civil War is probably better than an Endgame, Infinity War, and Avengers Assemble. Because that fight at the airport is the best fight in all those movies. But at the same time, like, it's it's not even technically an Avengers, right? Yeah. Um, no, the, the, I think the one the one I have to put in is the, the, the Joker. So that's the one I did not even have. I, I, I can't even imagine if I put it out there and everybody tell me, Tell me where where's the Joker at? I'm like, well, it's not really. Then I get the. Oh yeah, and then you're trying to f- defend yourself against internet trolls all damn day. Yeah. Of course, I mean it's fun, but um, the Watchmen at five. Why is Watchmen five? I just think it was like like an instrumental movie, and I know it's not like 1990s, but I think it was like kind of one of the forefathers of like making these a blockbuster and it's 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 one that like the again it's got the cult following and now i feel weirder about about it now that like the the uh, hbo show is almost better than the movie but at the same time i think it's a classic um how low did you have it again watchman you had eight nine and i mean it's 95 percent rotten t- oh no i'm looking at the the show is 95%. The 09 movie is 65%. So maybe people didn't like it as much as I thought. <laughs> That's why I put it at 9. Maybe, yeah, maybe I'm a little high on Watchmen then. Um, 
But man, this has been a good time, dude. It was fun to do this. Thanks for letting me, you know, like influence you a little and uh let me know when you're ready, like when you put this out, I'll share it out with everybody and then we'll uh for Dunks and Discourse listeners, we'll get like a Google form or something going to vote on this in the next couple weeks. Yeah, thank you, man. I definitely appreciate it. I've been a big fan of what you do and also Jabari. Uh, you, you two are my guys and you guys support me with what I do in the shows that, I, that, that I've done. And just to be able to come on Dunks and Discourse uh, with you and, um, you know, quote unquote, take, take, take a Jabari spot for the day. Uh, I really appreciate it. Yeah, man. I mean, I'd say you're keeping it warm, but like, you know, a couple more guest spots. I mean, it might just be your chair. I don't know. Jabari, he can, he, he can, he can really slack off, man. I won't lie to you, you know? I hear that, man. I hear that. But, you know, much love to you and, and Jabari, man. Um, yeah. So, by the way, if you if you don't follow Randy on Twitter, at Randy J. Cruz, uh, he's a great follow, does a lot of stuff, like, does a bracket like this all the time. What do you, what have you done before, man? You, I know you did hip-hop before this. Um, wow. I've done... I did a 90s hip hop songs. That was back in December and March. I did 2000s hip hop songs. I've done 90s movies. I've done 2000s movies. As you can see, the the the, the I've done a lot of more throwback stuff than current stuff. Uh, I, I've done sneaker uh, a whole sneaker bracket. I did 90s sitcoms like when I first started doing this. So um, I've been around, man. Just uh, I've always been a fan of the bracket, the March Madness. Haven't tried to get people engaged on my social media, on my Twitter, just to kind of agree, disagree, you know, talk their junk with with, with each other. And you know, it's probably like a, like a like a month process with the whole voting and everything. So just kind of get people. You know, we're 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 in quarantine, man. We're, we're trying to enjoy the summer, try to do some different things to be creative, and if people can be engage in something like this where they know what the movie is and and have seen it um i think it'll be fun yeah man this will be a ton of fun and again if you haven't followed or if you haven't subscribed check out his retro room podcast i think i've done an episode for mass did jabari did the lakers one with you too didn't he jabari did two he did the a shack and kobe before kobe passed and then he did the 20th anniversary of Shaq and Kobe's first championship back in June. Yeah, man. If you if you like older hoops, and like I know a lot of guys that I hoop with, they're a little bit older than me. They they like the '90s ball and stuff. If you want to throw it back and talk some hoops that aren't you know right here right now, retro rooms for you. Um, that's gonna wrap us up today. If you haven't, please like, rate, review, subscribe. Jabari and I appreciate it. Uh, I'll be gone the next two, but Jabari will be bringing in some guests. Uh, catch you in a couple weeks.